Night Whispers. It's a hobby. So what's yours? Resurrection. Nice Whispers, number 098, April 7, and your Night Whisper title is Smelling the Flowers of Fear, and your dream word is change. Isaiah 28 verse 1 to 4 reads, Whose glorious beauty is as a fading flower, which is at the head of the verdant valleys, to those who are overcome with wine. Behold, the Lord has a mighty and strong one, like a tempest of hail and a destroying storm, like a flood of mighty waters overflowing, who will bring them down to the earth with his hand. The crown of pride, the drunkards of Ephraim, will be trampled underfoot, and the glorious beauty is a fading flower which is at the head of the verdant valley. I remember bidding farewell to some friends one morning as they left for a few well-earned days of relaxation in the Lake District, and in particular, Ullswater, Windermere and Cockermouth. Once I said my au revoirs, I returned home via an area of Brighton called Poet's Corner, driving past Coleridge and Wordsworth Streets, both named after the founding poets of the English Romantic Movement. Today, of course, is Wordsworth's birthday. Born 1790 in Cockermouth, and who isn't familiar with his poem entitled Daffodils, written no doubt from images he saw around Ullswater, whose first line also begins, I wandered lonely as a cloud. Within the poem, the happy memories of the daffodils Wordsworth had seen had been so etched onto his spirit that he was able to later call them forth in better times of fuller reflection, and the beauty and joy of that recall would cause his soul to dance with joy. My goodness, if he'd not fathered five or six kids, I would have worried about Wordsworth's manhood. Even so, as Wordsworth poetically called upon nature for the remembrance of joy, so Isaiah, that great poet-prophet of old, takes the mind of the Hebrews to some flowers and verdant valleys of a very different kind in our text for tonight. For where Wordsworth calls forth flowers of joy, Isaiah here calls forth flowers of fear. It was Omri who had purchased a mountain from Shemeron and built the new capital city of his northern Israelite kingdom upon it, naming the city after the original holder Shemeris, that is, Samaria. Now this well-heeled city was surrounded by garland hills and moated by fertile and verdant plains. The rebellious people of God lived here in comparative comfort and luxury, enjoying in particular flower-garland wine parties of wild and wet drunkenness, whilst the dry drunkenness of pride and arrogance, disdain wealth and power, hardened both their arteries and their hearts. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? God, the great poet-master, calls to mind these same party petals by bookending them with the phrase, The glorious beauty is a fading flower which is at the head of the verdant valley, portraying in picturesque and beautiful form one of the most powerful descriptions of judgment the Bible has ever given. 
The Assyrians would soon grab Israel like a strong and mighty, big, hairy and angry man and take this beautiful glass of Samaria, so full now of rich, red, sweet, teetering, but toppling wine, and smash it to pieces on the cold, hard, cobbled floor of judgment, splattering its contents across her whitewashed walls for all the world to see. In our poetic text for tonight, then, God takes anger, tempest, hail and flood and binds them in a colourful party flower garland laid in the lap of the rich green grass of home. God in effect says you wet and dry drunkards of forgetful and rebellious scorn sniff the flowers and behold their fragile petal beauty. I'm coming and I'm coming to stomp them into the ground and grind them into the dirt. And so he did. We must be careful from what vine we drink of and beware of its intoxicating nature, for the vine of vainglory and the flower of pride has led to the downfall of many a wet and dry drunken nation. It appears to me in the early spring of my writing, with binge drinking in the United Kingdom and alcohol consumption being the worst in the whole of Europe, that we need to remember what lies amidst these springing, swaying yellow daffodils of Albion especially as this physical manifestation of binge drunkenness, is simply a metaphor for a national, spiritual organ failure. There are dark clouds once on the horizon, which shall now become the crashing hail of our darker April days. Summer's not looking good for Albion. No, it's not looking good at all. Let's pray for ourselves and for our nation. Let's pray for a repentant heart. Listen. In that day the Lord of hosts will be for a crown of glory and a diadem of beauty to the remnant of his people, for a spirit of justice to him who sits in judgment, and for strength to those who turn back the battle at the gate. Isaiah 28, verse 5 and 6. Pray with me, please. Lord, have mercy upon our drunkenness, both wet and dry, and hold back your wrath from our rebellious lands, so that we may prepare for the greater wrath to come, and so please provide us with a gracious space of grace to get ready. Please, Lord, then in your anger, remember mercy. In Jesus' name we ask it, amen, and let it be so. Hello, Victor Robert Farrell here. Night Whispers is a ministry feature of the 66 Books Ministry, where we're teaching the world about the God of the whole Bible and his only begotten Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ, our Lord. This 21st century applicable Bible teaching is what we do each and every day and we cannot do it without your help. So I would like to invite you to go to www.give66.com and make a one-off or regular donation today. It would be so greatly appreciated and it would continue to help us teach the whole world about the God of the whole Bible. So once again, please make your donation today at www.give66.com. That's give66.com. And thank you so very much.